this retro thing for what it is Nostalgia goggles heavy on those things when we were kids I've got the memories of falling while my hair is turning gray I'm digging back on all the things that were better yesterday So for all those things nostalgic I also do is delight Sam, I have no idea how to talk about this movie. I I think calling it a movie is generous. It has been said, oh, welcome to So Do We Still Like This? This is episode 231, I'm pretty sure. Sam also was here. Unfortunately. Yeah, so we had to close the book on the pest. And in this moment, I don't even remember why we opened the book. Also, I'm in a weird recording situation without my usual mic. So everyone will have to deal with that for one episode. But um, why did this happen? I don't remember. I know we started sending the the gif of John Leguizamo like in the shower doing the pest dance. But yeah. I don't remember why. The only thing I can think of is that the opening scene of this movie every now and then makes its way around the internet in a incredulous, I can't believe this is real kind of way. And the first instance I can find of it is in 2016, someone on Reddit posted the first two minutes of the past are the most insane thing I've ever seen. And then John Leguizamo actually tweeted out that Reddit thread, which I thought was kind of cool. I don't know if in a, supportive or let's you know i'll get in on the fun kind of way so i think a couple years ago it was making the rounds again oh you got to see the opening too and i watched it and sent it to you and was like oh you gotta you gotta experience this and i feel like that was just the beginning i feel like it might have started either with that conversation we had where someone had confused john Cusack and John Leguizamo. Oh, maybe. <laughs> or it started when we were talking about Super Mario Brothers and the fact that John Leguizamo as Luigi was my first love. Was the pest your second? Or were you past I, him I, by this point? I hadn't seen this before. I don't think I have. I remember seeing the video in the video store all the time and thinking about renting it. I don't know if I ever actually did. And anytime that opening scene makes the rounds, which similar to the last episode, Cool as Ice, I don't think I can put clips from this movie in here because it's still, I I bought the DVD new off Amazon. So they're out there still making money off of this. So just go type pest opening sequence into YouTube and, and come on back. It's like two and a, two, two and a half minutes long of John Leguizamo in the shower singing the, what it rappers delight the hip hop, hip it to the hip it to the hip hip hop. And if you thought the rapid granny version was the worst version of that song, wait until you hear John Leguizamo every couple of bars changing into a different character. So you get, at one point you get his Jerry Lewis impression. And at one point he's doing like a Pharaoh dance and going, nye, 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 nye. and it's, 
unbearable. So There's a part, he's all of a sudden dressed as a vampire and doing a Count Chocula voice while saying he's the stinky vampire and farting a bunch. And I didn't notice until this watch, because Sam, this movie has layers that while he's the stinky vampire, he's also actively peeing in the shower. Yeah. Maybe because I was watching it for the first time on a big screen, I could pick up on the little cinematic touches like that that I couldn't get I on a computer. But I didn't catch it until the second time that they play the song because they play it for the opening <laughs> yep. and closing credits. Everyone really had to get their money's worth out of that one. Well, uh, according to the director's commentary track, which this DVD does have, John Leguizamo spent two days in an active shower filming <laughs> that bit of comedy hilarity because there's a lot of costume changes. There and are all kinds of genius lyrical jokes like I'm ridiculous like a booger. I stick to this, which doesn't rhyme. But there you go. And then when he says booger, he uses a shaving cream can to spray like it's coming out of his nose because that's where boogers come from. So there's a joke. Genius. There's a joke for you. Yep right there so yeah i don't think i'd ever watched this before i've seen the opening scene six or seven times because sometimes you have to go back onto the internet and make sure that it didn't go away and that it's still real and wasn't just some giant fever dream that you once had (laughs) so yeah we watched we saw that and then we for the last year and a half if not more every now and then we just insert that gif into our facebook conversations and then it just, I bought the DVD. It turns out I went back and checked over a year ago, which seems insane. And you bought that thing without having any good reason to buy it. That is terrible. I assumed no. you bought it after we decided that we were doing this episode. No, I had it in my back pocket this whole time, knowing that this day would have to come. And so originally our movie was going to be Miami Connection, but that movie seems to have transcended beyond so bad it's good into just it's good yeah the reviews seemed good when i looked it up so and that felt like cheating it's kind of why i didn't put the room into this month spoilers the room won't be part of this month because i don't know i just felt like what is there to say we are going to get some kind of enjoyment out of it meanwhile catwoman which we are going to do is Kim's favorite comic book character of all time. And she has refused to watch that movie for almost 20 years. And she's going to. <laughs> so that if ever you want, I, like, she's going to be furious in that episode. And rightfully so. So that one will be good. I don't know if that one's next or if Love on a Leash is next. But uh, yeah. And if it sounds like I'm stalling because there's nothing to say about the best. It's kind of true. Comedies are already the hardest episodes to do. Because you're either going to say, oh, that I thought was funny. Or no, I didn't think that was funny. And then the rest is just sitting here and discussing what jokes were or weren't funny. The pest makes that easy because <laughs> Sam, how many None jokes of them were, were funny. funny? Zero. Did you zero? Did you laugh or chuckle a single time? No. I, had, I think you said you got one chuckle. I had one minor chuckle, and I guess we should set up the plot, which won't take long. So John Leguizamo is the pest. 
And it's basically what if funny, the most dangerous game, except the first part isn't true. So what if we tried to make a funny, the most dangerous game where John Leguizamo is hunted by the principal from Ferris Bueller, who I think turned out to be a real world pedophile. Did he? I think didn't he? If not, I'm really I'll, sorry I'll, to I'll, the actor for, for even floating okay. that idea. But I'll Google it while you finish shutting up the plot. It shouldn't take long. Well, I already did. <laughs> he, well, yeah, I he guess. agrees to be. He's a Nazi. Yeah, he is a Nazi uh, hunter whose goal is to hunt and kill someone of every race, which is hilarious. And oh yeah, the funniest. John Leguizamo is captured and is like, I'm not going to do this. And then he's told if he does do it, he will get $50,000. I think he has to survive 24 hours. And conveniently, that is the exact amount of money he owes to the Scottish mafia. And that is a joke that they seem to think was hilarious, that there would be a Scottish mafia who wasn't respected because they're Scottish. And they resent the Italian mob because they're respected. And that's the extent of the joke. But they go back to that joke over and over and over again. Did you find it? Yeah, he is, in fact, a sex offender. So, yeah. So that doesn't help the movie. (laughs) I didn't know that. And I was already not a fan. So, yeah, that's gross. Yeah. And that's that's the plot. He's on an island for a bit and then he gets off the island. And then the movie's like, fuck. What is this movie even about now if he's not being hunted on an island? So he's He's being hunted on the mainland. Yeah, he's being hunted on the mainland. And he goes to his girlfriend's house for dinner because she wants him to meet her parents. So bad. And then he's singing the theme song to Bonanza at one point. This feels like one of the reviews, actually, the poll quote was. Uh, someone clearly told John Leguizamo he's a comedic genius. That person is not a good friend. This feels like in three years too late, they saw Ace Ventura and went that I want to do that. But like dial it up to like, not even 11. Let's dial it up to like 17. Yeah. It's got the Ace Ventura. I'm always doing a silly thing over the top, but Ace Ventura was just Ace Ventura. John Leguizamo in this movie is doing like a different, he just is in different characters randomly because his whole thing is he's a scam artist. So like now I'm scamming. God, I'm going to, it's going to be so hard not to just be racist by association association with this movie (laughs) because it's the most surface level, easy checklist of okay, we're going to have a German in the movie, so we're going to make a bunch of Nazi jokes. Um, Okay, we're going to have a scene in a Chinese restaurant, so we're going to do a lot of... I can't... I don't want to do it, but you know the accent. Like You know exactly what I mean when I say they're in a Chinese restaurant and they're putting on a particular voice. It's just that throughout the whole movie. There's no ideas for jokes. It's just, what if there was an overweight person and he said that she was overweight? Next joke. 
Like, throw something else at me. Like, And he's so over the top. Like, this is the most obnoxious movie character ever committed to film. Like, yeah. I was done. Like, fucking, like, 12 minutes in, I was checking to see how long the movie was. For the like, record, how long 85 minutes. <laughs> the longest long. 85 minutes of my life. Yeah, it's, uh, boy, it sure does run out of steam after that opening sequence, which is... That is easily the best part. And to be clear, it's not good. No, it's not good. <laughs> or it, if it's... any of the listeners took the time to pause and go watch it, you'll see that that's not good. It's all downhill from there, friends. Yeah, that's the thing is, is it, it's fast. The opening two minutes is fascinating because it leads to so many questions of why would you do this? Why did somebody allow this to happen? What did you think <laughs> you were doing? Did you think this was funny? Because here's the other thing is in the commentary, which did not really have a whole lot of interesting tidbits other than John Leguizamo is in fact the funniest guy and he's not afraid to humiliate himself for a laugh. There's a part near the end of the movie where he falls down to pretend that he's been poisoned. The director's like, oh, you know, there's that's John, you know, he's not afraid to take a fall for a laugh. It's like, well, I hate to tell you, he took a fall and then that's where that thought ended. What was I what was I saying now? I already lost my train of thought. Oh, on the commentary track, he keeps hitting on. Well, this is a movie for kids. Kids, this is like eight, nine year olds. What the you know, fuck kid is watching this? Apparently, according to any time that thing makes the rounds, if you go to the comments, tons of people grew up as kids who loved this movie. And then the story is exactly the same. There's a good one where um She's saying, oh, I, as a preteen, absolutely loved this movie. And I saw it was on Netflix. So I sat my husband down to go, oh, this was such a funny movie. We got to watch this. And then halfway through went, I'm so sorry and turned it <laughs> off. Which I could see that happening to a lot of people because but that's. There's that's what of, they like, keep... fart and poop jokes, too. So I guess that would appeal. To there is children. There's yes, there's a just. And again, it's the easiest. And I'm not saying you can't make fart and poop jokes funny. That is it. You can do that. Dumb and Dumber has a hilarious poop scene. But here the joke is just that he's pooping. Dumb and Dumber has a setup and a scenario and an S. You've seen Dumb and Dumber, right? Yeah. OK, it's been a while, but I have. And an escalation of the poops that you're like, oh, no, the toilet's broken and he's supposed to be on a date. And this is bad. This it just here's John Leguizamo shitting in the woods. And then he says, I mean, I guess he's supposed to be being hunted and they can hear him and smell him pooping. So there's that's that's a, as much escalation as we get in any situation, I guess, in this movie. Uh, of course, I farted. You think I always smell like this is the punchline for that scene. Yep. There you go. There's our shit joke. It's so bad. So I feel like they made a movie that was not at all intended for children. Adults hated it. And then they started to catch wind that, oh, my eight-year-old cousin loves your stupid fucking movie. And then they just retroactively went, well, that was always the plan. We meant for this to be kids or for kids. And then we could say PG-13. Okay. Uh, apparently it was originally he said it was given an R and then they had the work to cut that down because they wanted kids to see it of course but also like there's a lot of like again I can't say too much but the scene where you realize that this guy is hunting different races and it cuts to the wall of heads of the people he's hunted 
all of the names are like in the Wile E. Coyote Roadrunner cartoons when it would pop up and Roadrunner would be like fastiest, birdiest or whatever, except they're all like racist, racist. terms. Like I'm not going to say what the empty space for John Leguizamo says, but you can get, you, you get the idea. Yep. It, and so it's hard to see scenes like that and then go, you know, for kids. And I mean, like, I guess I can see where kids would enjoy it because they probably, you know, at that age are not necessarily clicking at how awful and racist and homophobic and just generally terrible to every single yeah, group it of is people on earth. An equally is. opportunity offender. And I'm not even gonna like I'm not gonna even hold that against it. You know, there's still a place for edgy, obviously, you know, humor. But it's that it's so fucking lazy. It has nothing. It gets not smart about any of it. Like, it's literally just the punchline is that this guy is gay. That's it. That's the joke. And I mean, like, I'd maybe disagree a little bit on there being a place for, like, offensive. You, I mean, offensive, sure. But, like, not when the whole joke is like, hey, look, I'm being racist. Aren't well, I funny? Well, that's what I'm like, saying that's, is that it's just that's punching what punching they... down and it's fucking lazy and it's terrible. And that's yeah. the entire movie. To be clear, that's what I'm saying is if okay. you're just saying like, you know, pointing a finger and being like, isn't being gay weird? Ah, and that's your fucking joke. It's like, no, which is what this movie is doing. I'm saying, you know, there is a you can still walk that like, ooh reaction comedy line if you're being smart about it or you actually yeah. you know, have something to say but this is this doesn't no it's and like it's, I said like John Leguizamo is the most fucking like just annoying over the top like holy shit he is horrible to watch in this like he is awful it is like it just made me angry yeah he like, is di- he's dialed up to 17 the entire There's a movie. scene where he's like running around like the German guy and just like talking never endingly and like throwing things and like wandering around his house and like I was, Jesus Christ just stop moving stop talking for like three seconds in a row that's all I need from you like just stop and it never happens he does never was, he never grants you that break no and like it makes it really hard to care if he gets killed or not because I mean like obviously the Nazi is a worse person but also, I kind of would have been okay with John Leguizamo dying in this. Yeah, if it had Jesus ended in a Christ. draw, that would have been fine. Yeah. Like, if he actually had been poisoned and then somehow, I don't know, that he takes the Nazis down with him. friend kills the other, yeah. Yeah, that would have been fine. Then we eulogize him by shooting him out of a cannon into a wall, and <laughs> that's the end of that. Yeah, and someone like, did say it's essentially like a live action Daffy Duck version of <laughs> and it's like, see yeah, and like ba- I guess even based on the like I said, the kind of Roadrunner-esque racist terms on the pictures, it does kind of seem like they wanted to make a live action Looney Tunes. Except the Looney Tunes have also tried that, and it doesn't always go very well for them. In fact, I'd say they're batting like one and a half overall. Out of three. So what's the third one? I'm thinking that I think Looney Tunes back in action is a good movie. Okay. I think the original Space Jam has its place, and I think the new Space Jam is very bad. 
Okay. That's about where we're at with live action Looney Tunes. Okay. That's fair. There's a new one coming out though, with where Wiley Coyote sues the Acne Corporation and John Cena's in it. So that'll, that should bump their ratio up a little bit, but um, yeah. And also the, uh, the German hunter has a son and all of the jokes there are just that he doesn't want to be a hunter and he wants to be in musicals. And we laugh and go, <laughs> boys shouldn't want to be in musicals. That's crazy. And that's that joke. He's so effeminate and he's a dude. <laughs> Point and laugh. I, I hated this movie, Sean, with every fiber of my being. I hated this movie. Yeah, it's um, I expected. You know, not good, obviously, but I didn't expect it just to be this grating, I guess. I didn't expect the energy of the opening sequence to be the whole thing. Yeah. Which scene got a chuckle out of you, by the way? I don't think. Oh, yeah. Um, It was when he's going through the training to be hunted. And he's strapped into this machine and they're like, you're going to do as many reps or whatever as you can. And then the machine immediately like pulls his legs apart into a splits position. And after he screams in pain, he just goes one. And that's the only time I sort of was like, all right, he sold that. Well, he delivered that well, but that was it. That was my one. Yeah. I can't even think of anything else that remotely came close. And I'm going to actually look at the top quotes on IMDb to see which ones out there people grabbed onto. But first, I want to read you this little bit from the trivia section. John Leguizamo really wanted to make a movie. So he and his best friend at the time, writer David Barcats, came up with... What? What's happening? (laughs) Just he wanted to make a movie. It's like, well, even with only that as his goal, I think he failed. Yeah, I would also agree with that. You made me lose my place. Came up with the idea for Sorry. the pest and wrote a treatment together. Leguizamo bet Katz $1,000 that he couldn't write the screenplay for it. Then Katz had it written in three days. It also should be noted that Katz had never written a movie prior to this. Leguizamo okay. wrote a lot of the gags in the film, such as the opening shower sequence, which actually was reiterated in the commentary. Um, the tortures. I would say he's probably responsible for my one laugh, among others. Leguizamo later admitted that now he would probably do things a little differently, like spending the mo- a month on the script instead of just three days, and that he kind of fucked up. So, I like that we're worried about the time spent on the script and not the fact that it's just one sustained, long, racist joke that lasts 85 fucking minutes. Well, I feel like this offers a lot of insight into the production because, well, one, the script was written on a basically a dare. Like, I bet you can't do this. I double dog dare you to write a comedy script. And if it was written in three days and then they just moved on, they didn't do that thing where, you know, you revise and rewrite and expand. It was just a bunch of placeholder jokes, maybe. That they went, oh, we'll find something funnier here. And then didn't. That's what the whole movie feels like. It's like, well, what's a joke about this ethnicity? And then they came up with the most just basic offensive thing that immediately came to mind. I guess basically, what do we say about Asian? Oh, Asian women can't drive. 
done. Except ten times worse. Like yeah, even the whole yeah. scene, the the whole scene where he's supposed to be having dinner with his girlfriend's parents was like honestly one of the most uncomfortable things I've ever seen. Like and I the, hated it. And then the, the big punchline there is that a tracking device by his crotch heats up and it's like his crotch is on fire. Yep. And then he runs around beating at his crotch. And Sam, that's not something that you want to do in front of your potential future in-laws. So that's why that's funny. Yep. Hilarious. I hope you see that. I hope you can see now why that was a good joke. Oh, yes. Yes. I see the humor. And he shows up in like full, like super stereotypical, like African garb because, you know, he's black now because his girlfriend is black and he wants to impress her family by pretending to be black. Yep. What what the I fuck guess. even is this movie? What is this movie? Uh 1997's The Fest. I hate it. <laughs> written written on a $1000 bet. Here's here's the lines uh that IMDb feels are the funniest. Uh I you know what? I don't want to I don't want to recite them. Uh there it's the joke about how the Germans have lost all of their wars. Uh, the pest saying later masturbator five of five people found that interesting hmm. uh, the joke where he tells the Scottish mafia that it's Sean Connery's birthday and then they immediately start playing a bunch of bagpipes because that's another okay, Scottish I'm, thing that was maybe the one that got the closest to getting a laugh out of me because they were immediately ready with celebratory bagpipes because it was Sean yeah. Connery's birthday yeah Oh, I guess and it didn't feel as like ickily racist as some of the other all most of the other jokes. So uh, love, peace and chicken grease. I don't even remember him saying that, but three people found that interesting. Uh, today is Monday. I want all the money you owe me by Wednesday. I'm going to kill your whole family. How about Thursday? And you just take out a cousin. That's at least that's a joke. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of the scenes from the Chinese restaurant, which I will not be doing, but I can at least tell you that both characters are described as saying the words in a heavy Chinese accent and then a thicker Chinese accent. So there you Perfect. go there. And uh, yeah, I'm not going to go through that anymore. This could, I mean, it's going to be a short episode. There's just, there's just nothing to say. The common biggest criticism is just that it's not funny it's very dated it doesn't hold up at all it's just the most surface level easiest fucking like oh we'll go after everybody equally is but you don't have jokes about any of it it's just the laziest thing you ever could have popped out which makes sense because they wrote it in three days yeah it's i don't know like 20 minutes into this movie i was prepared to tell you this is by far the worst thing I've ever watched for the podcast, any of the podcasts. So like I would watch Airstrike before I would watch Ooh. this again. I would watch Airstrike before I would watch this again. That's the most I damning thing I've ever it. heard. And by the end of the movie, like I was prepared to say, this is not just the worst thing I've ever watched for the podcast. I think this might be the worst movie I've ever seen. I cannot off the top of my head think of a worse movie. Oh, I still couldn't give it that. For the record, what, in case what, I've never said what, it on yeah. this podcast, I think the worst movie I've ever seen is sort of thematically fit, fitting Ace Ventura Jr., which was a direct-to-DVD sequel to the Ace Ventura movies where he has a son and it's a kid 
doing an Ace Ventura impression. So if you wanted to see a 10-year-old, basically it's just doing the pest thing where everything is very over the top, except he's, you know, impersonating Ace Ventura, but he's 10. And then there's also a grandpa impersonating Ace Ventura. And then you're like, where the fuck is Ace Ventura? Oh, he died between this movie and the one where he was in Africa. You're like, oh, that's fucking terrible. Thank you for not only shitting on the legacy with your awful movie, but by killing off the character. Like, just say he's on a case. That's it. That's all you needed to do. So it's either that or maybe disaster movie. Which is the Meet the Spartans guys. Yeah. I don't think I saw that. I did see Meet the Spartans. It's that, but worse. It came out six months after it or something insane. And it's the exact same problem as this movie where it's not. Hey, let's just do a bunch of surface level offensive jokes. It's just the most surface level. Hey, what if Iron Man walked out and then he said, I am Iron Man. And then like he got hit by something. Next joke. And then what if like Beowulf came out? And he said, I am Beowulf. And then he got hit by something. That's that movie. Perfect. So the pest is at least better than that. Yeah. I don't know. Off the top of my head, I can't think of anything that I disliked more. I might have walked out of Meet the Spartans, though. So I don't remember. I do. I was working at the theater. I do have good news for you about the pest, though. Which is? When it opened February 7th, 1997, what position in the box office ranking do you think it debuted at? I hope it debuted at like 18. Unfortunately, not that low. Uh, 13. Okay. With $2 million on a budget of apparently $17 million. Which, for a perspective, uh, the other new releases that week that it went up against, fellow podcast episode haver Dante's Peak, and The Beautician and the Beast also opened that weekend. The gap is impressive. Dante's Peak in second with $22 million, and then Beautician in third with five. That's a steep fucking drop. In first, the re-release of Star Wars Episode Four, and they did my favorite thing where they don't count the weeks in release based on the re-release. It's from when the original came out. So it had been in theaters for 1,030 weeks at that point. Perfect. Man, the top 10 is... Scream is still floating around in the top 10 at this point. Jerry Maguire, Avita, The English Patient. It's like the most 90s top 10. Beverly Hills Ninja. And down there is The Pest, making only a little bit more than The Relic made in its fifth week of release. And I assume when I click next chart, it will just be gone, unless a whole bunch of people on Valentine's Day were like, oh, man, do you want to go see that John Leguizamo comedy? Yeah, it went down to 18th in its second week. Okay. Holy shit, so many new releases that week. Absolute Power, Vegas Vacation, Fools Rush In, and That Darn Cat. And I'll just go until the pest is gone, which didn't take long. Oh, nope, it's in 40th place now in its third week. It is now far below the relic. Uh, It is just making a little bit less than Zeus and Roxanne. 
which I think was a movie about a dog and a dolphin becoming friends. So let's click one more time. And I assume we can send the pest off into the abyss where it belongs. Where it belongs. Yes. Nope. Nope. 54th. It's still there with another 31,000 bringing its box office total to 3.3 million dollars which I know what you're all wondering, how much less than that is it from Zeus and Roxanne? Zeus and Roxanne made $7 million. (laughs) So the fucking Dolphin Dog Friends movie made more than double. (laughs) So yeah, the question we keep asking on Januagony is, is it fun bad? Is it just bad bad? And so we've had... After last season, which was mostly fun, bad, but largely bad, bad. Maybe like 60-40. We had Cool as Ice, which was fun, bad. And now we have The Pest, which is just, it's just bad. It's just, there's bad. nothing. Awful. The opening Terrible. scene is worth seeking out because of just, but then you don't, you don't need to go from there. Curiosity got the best of me. And then you suffered as a result of that. And I feel like from this point on, we have we have closed the book in every way. We can't even post that GIF anymore. Like it's just oh God, done. No. It's, <laughs> it's just it. done. We did it. It's behind us. I'm gonna put that DVD on the buy nothing group and just see what happens because I don't want it in my house. It's not gonna be one I'm ever gonna revisit. If you liked it as a kid, cool. Don't bother with it now. It's the laziest, fucking most obnoxious thing you can imagine. Something you're currently enjoying. <laughs> that I never have to watch the pest again. That is a good feeling. Um, but more seriously, uh, I've been playing Strange Horticulture, which is fun. I don't know if we've talked about that one. We might not have. It, um, it's like a little like puzzle game where you run like a plant apothecary type thing. And this town is being plagued by some kind of weird, evil thing. And you're basically helping the townspeople solve the mystery from your little flower shop and like giving them plants that will heal their ailments and things. And there's a very cute cat. His name is Hellebore. It's very cute. Is that PC only? No, I think it's on other stuff. I don't know. I'm playing it on strange horticulture. Yeah. That's on switch. Cause yeah, that does sound like something I would be into. My wife played like four hours and I'm like 70% through. So. My wife started Potion Permit and fell off real hard. <laughs> she was yeah, super, it's... super into it. And then I was one day just noted like, oh, you haven't played Potion Permit in a couple of days. She's like, yeah, I think I'm done. Oh. So. I enjoyed it more than that, but it is, it's glitchy. I There's think a couple of glitches where you lose like your entire day and it just pissed me off. So, Oh yeah, that sucks. I think she was just saying that she hadn't gotten to that point where the loop was as satisfying. Like there was just a lot of grinding out resources yeah. and stuff. And she was like, I think at the other side of that, it will get better. I just don't want to take the time to do it. And that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. You you need a lot of resources to unlock like new areas and a lot of money. And it's not as easy to get either of those things as it is in something like Stardew Valley. So yeah. it is more grindy. Yeah, it's like when I think I said this exact sentence like a week ago on this podcast, but it's like when someone says, well, the game doesn't really get good until like 10 hours in. It's like, well, 
there was a time where I'd be okay with that, but less so now when a 10 hour game on its own might take me a month to finish like the Callisto protocol, which I did finish and enjoyed it all the way to the end is people were like, Oh my God, it's so short. It's so short. You could beat it in a weekend. And it took me, I think like five weeks. (laughs) So yeah, I keep putting off, like I keep buying the bigger games because I do enjoy them. And then I play stuff like Beacon Pines or Strange Horticulture that I can probably sometimes, finish in like seven hours. Yeah, sometimes you just need that versus like I'm 36 hours in a God of War. I finished the story. I'm doing the side stuff. It's That game came out, I think, two, and at two months ago now. Uh, what am I currently enjoying? Oh, we watched The Menu. Yes. Which was super good. The fellow Canadians can watch it on Disney Plus. It turns out, which is weird because usually the HBO stuff goes to Crave for us, but this one went to Disney Plus. And if uh, you're down in the States, you can watch it on HBO Max. But either way, you should watch the menu. Have that, you had your cheeseburger yet? No, I haven't. We were going to get Mickey D's the other day, but that wouldn't have been that. Isn't, that ain't it. No, I can't see the cheeseburger in that movie and eat their flat. I can't see the meat when I'm looking at it sideways burger. I feel, I feel like a, like a five guys burger would be like the best yeah. approximation that's, of that burger. That's what I want. But when you got a kid with a peanut allergy and their shit's just mm. based entirely around what if peanuts all the time everywhere, <laughs> we can't justify bringing it as, as a fair. family meal. And the chances that I'm ever going to hop in the car on my own and go get it are almost zero. Because I'm very lazy. That's fair. Uh, The other thing I'll give a shout out to is a game called Vampire Survivors, which I kept seeing on a bunch of year-end best lists and then uh, saw that it was on Game Pass. And even if it's not, it's like eight bucks. And it's like an, how do I even describe it? It's an overhead game. And you pick a character and there's like tons and tons and tons and tons of stuff to unlock in the game. And you start with one weapon and you fight like a few enemies as they come at you. And then you level up, you get better weapons, and then you're collecting money, which you can feed into upgrading your character so that now every time you start a round, you have more health or higher damage. And so you start super weak, but then as you continue to like unlock different characters and evolve weapons and sink money into upgrades you eventually just start decimating everything around you. Like you have force fields and like holy books whipping around you in a circle and swords and daggers flying out of you. So last night I literally was just letting it sit because nothing could touch me. Like I was just standing there. I got it to like level 118 because enemies like, and the game keeps up like sending bigger, stronger things at you. And it was taking a while to, for them to get to a point where something could defeat me. So the screen was full of enemies, but they couldn't even approach me because I just had shit whipped around me at all times. And the whole time they're dying, you're collecting gems. So you're constantly hearing the satisfying like ting, 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 ting noises. You pick stuff up because I had the power that they would all just kind of gravitate to me. So you're just watching this meter fill and killing fucking every. It's very it's a very satisfying game. Super simple, but lots of depth. It's like eight bucks or on Game Pass. Easy recommendation. I I have sank way more time into that than I ever thought. It started as a good quick burst game, but now the bursts are getting longer because I'm so powerful. So 
it went from 10 minutes around to like now 25 minutes. So it's getting a little harder to squeeze in, but yeah, recommended. That's the pest. Catwoman. Don't watch the pest, guys. Don't watch the pest. Catwoman or Love on a Leash is next. And then that will be our Januagony lineup. Very apt name in the light of this one. Um, thank you, Sam, for this. <laughs> February is a bunch of romance movies. You know what? Name name your price. What are, what name, what do you want to watch in February? Oh, I'll have to ponder on it. I feel like I need to pick something really good. Yeah, we'll watch something that you want to watch this time. You've earned it. Okay, name any of the fucking. I'll do a Kate Hudson movie with you. Let's do it. I don't actually like Kate Hudson that much. Well, fine. We won't do a Kate I'll Hudson some, movie. I'll pick something without Kate Hudson. It's fine. Uh, fuck. You know what? This is going to be tough because we got to go out with a classic quote from John Leguizamo's The Pest. I think about the only one you can really do is one stinky dinky. Ah, ah, ah. Two stinky dinky. Like that's. Is that from the pooping scene? That's no, it's from the 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 shower scene where he's oh, Dracula. when he's the stinky vampire he's farting, ah, yeah, ha, ha. so funny. Yep, hilarious comedy. Good night, everyone. So for all those things nostalgic, I asked, so do we say?